welcome to another episode of Connect the Knox, connecting Knoxville to the nation. I'm Julia Hurley, your host of this podcast, and thank you to our sponsors. Today's guest is Andy Jeffers, owner of Entertainment Sports with with an S. Entertainment sports and entertainment. Yes, I got wrong and said sport earlier, as in just like one sport. But no, we got all kinds of sports. So, owner of entertainment sports media, Andy Jeffers, right here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Andy, thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Man, thank you. I appreciate it so much, and it's always nice to catch up with you. And uh, yeah, so it's uh, been fun. So this is kind of my off season a little bit. So I'm kind of this is my uh, download and uh, clean up and organize part of the year. No, is this your logo up here? Yeah, like on- yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is the sports and entertainment media logo. Love it. And uh, so I do a lot of swag and stuff, obviously for clients, but a lot of the guys and stuff out on the field and cameras when we do a lot of production stuff, it helps to identify uh, and have that kind of brand out there, so people kind of know what part you're with. If you're with the the video guys, the audio guys, a band, or a race team, or a sport, or so it kind of helps uh, single you out a little bit, so we can find each other. That's, that's good. That's good news. Oh, yeah. nice, nice to be found in a crowd of 150,000 people. <laughs> sometimes, yes, sometimes. <laughs> All right. So nobody has a clue what you do, but everybody knows what you do. And I find that fascinating. So help us know what entertainment sports media is. Okay. So sports and entertainment media. So um, was founded by my dad and I added the media to the business. So he, his was sports and entertainment marketing. Dad was a um, he was a field writer, a sports writer, political writer uh, for a newspaper uh, in Johnson City, and he also owned his own advertising firm uh, in Boone, North Carolina, and in Johnson City, Tennessee. So, with that, he he had years of experience in racing, and obviously sports, and worked with uh, you know several um, different basketball and uh, college uh, level type uh, conferences. He also ran some campaigns and stuff like that. Um, so when he graduated from the, uh, ETSU, uh, back in the day, he, he knew this is kind of the route he wanted to go. So in uh, the late seventies, he opened up, uh, what was Lynn Jeffers and associates. And when they moved to, um, Johnson city, then that's when, uh, he started, um, the sports and entertainment marketing. So when, uh, I took over the business, uh, I added media because of my background, uh, working uh, with a broadcast degree from the University of Tennessee and also working with Barry Rice and Link Hudson uh, at VFL Films in the athletic department where I ended up working later. Um, but those guys really taught me uh, a, a great deal uh, about writing and editing and um, videography. And then the, all the projects they worked on, there were several other little projects I got to work on that went beyond sports. And so that has really helped me kind of build a, a bigger uh, spectrum of about how to edit on the production side of stuff. And, you know, there's different long form editing. And fr- so from that, uh, I learned uh, a great deal from those guys. And then I went and uh, on to work for Beyond Media, which is in uh, a Knoxville business that taught me long form editing on shows for DIY, uh, Discovery Channel, History Channel, stuff like that. And, and all the time, I still was doing some freelance and working um, uh, at the University of Tennessee. So uh, unfortunately, like in 2004, my dad was diagnosed with a, a brain tumor. And so at that point, I needed to kind of 
come over, help him. And then, like I said, my whole life I've been around NASCAR and racing. Uh, and dad, everything he did working with ESPN and late seventies, he did a lot of PR stuff for teams. Eighties ESPN came along. Dad worked with CBS and all those guys. So, uh, doing all the in-car cameras. And, um, so unfortunately when he was diagnosed, I had to come in and step up and, and I kind of helped run the business. And then, uh, he passed away, uh, 2006 in December. And so I've kind of taken that when I changed the name from marketing, I added the media to it. And so from there, I've, uh, continued to do the in-car camera stuff. Uh, did a little bit of work probably for another 10 years with the University of Tennessee. It was always great to go back and work with your buddies. And so I always uh, am indebted, and I love Barry Rice and Link Hudson. Those guys are masters at what they do um, in imaging and branding and everything like that. Um, so I continue to do the NASCAR stuff. So working with NBC currently and Fox as they cover the season. And the biggest thing and probably the joy I get out of is doing uh, – I love streaming – live streaming, um, music and concerts. So we do a, a several different kind of things like that. Also dabble in, do some rental with some of the equipment. Um, a lot of people streaming has gotten really big, um, from a high school sports standpoint and in smaller sports and some stuff like that. So I've done some swimming, soccer, some basketball, and, um, overall that's kind of what my company does. We can do, uh, you know, post-production type commercials. Uh, the other thing I'm doing is also, uh, uh, right now in the process of getting the whole drone license. Oh, and, uh, so I love doing aerials and I love taking the drone and flying it places. And I'm the only person that would travel to Hawaii and I take a bunch of camera equipment. So, uh, <laughs> but, but I came away with some great images. And so I, I kind of have this nature. I love going out and taking sunsets and hiking and, uh, that's probably, maybe that's the piece that I get some uh, of the photography part of stuff, but overall that's kind of what my business does. And so, uh, year in, year out, travel a lot, um, but try to keep the connections and stuff and trying to, you know, continue to grow like everybody does, you know, you, you push yourself, but I really, really want to push, try to get back in uh, a little bit more and do more music than I have in the last couple of years. Have you partnered over at Geodis Park in Nashville at all? No, uh, haven't. I'll connect you. Um, I've got season tickets there for the soccer stadium, Geodas Park, and they have a booty ton of concerts coming in. And we get to get, we get seven days ahead of time to get tickets to every concert. I mean, they've got major, they got Shania Twain, Pink is oh, cool. coming. Wow. To Geodas Park. I was like, that. I've got tickets to all these random concerts. I don't, Dang. I mean, I was like, okay, let's get this. Who knew? Who knew? No, I, I, did, I didn't at all. Wow. I have to yeah. look into that. So, yeah, cool. very cool. I'll connect you over there with my guy. Uh, I think it's a girl at this point. I've been re my rep's been replaced twice, so they just keep promoting them. Yeah, well, it's a sign of good work, right? So Isn't it though? Promoted. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, they're killing it over there with the live music. So that would be a great connection for you. So tell us, what's your favorite sport? Because you have managed so many sports, you do advertising for so many sports, you film so many sports. What's your personal favorite sport? Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> I played baseball in college and so, and obviously high school, but, uh, baseball was always my love. And, uh, so I'm a diehard Cubs fan. And, uh, with that, I, I tried walking on at the university of Tennessee. And so I played my first two years in Juco. And, um, with that, it was just like my, my career kind of ended in that 
I had a good tryout. I, I will say that. But I looked down, coach wasn't even looking. So I was like, well, this is all for naught. But I gave it my effort. I tried. And so when the career ended there, that's kind of when I, I went over and I found Barry Rice and Link Hudson. And that's when I was like, okay, well, I, I love that competition part of things. So I, I would truly do find fire. And I was like, I need that. I need that fuel. And the best thing then I could find was being part of the team in, you know, documenting what they do. So practices, coaches shows, highlight videos, stuff like that. And that's where I really like kind of generated a lot of like, okay, it's not the full like, you know, flex of like getting the competition fulfillment, but it does give you that, hey, I got a team and you felt like part of the team wherever you were at, whether it was basketball, baseball, or with the football team. And and I enjoyed doing that a lot. So um it kind of but that was my first love of baseball. But yeah, it's uh Something that, you know, I still enjoy watching the games. And uh, I did go to all seven World Series games for the Cubs. Nice. So that was, uh, th- has been a feather in my hat, I guess. One of my, one of my top life moments, I guess. No doubt. Yeah. That's when the Cubs won the World Series. I was like, well, there went my 100 year prediction. So it did happen in my lifetime. Yeah, <laughs> it did. I was like, there's that. That's so funny. So baseball is my second favorite sport. We go to all the baseball games. There's season tickets, CUT games. We're very excited. We have wonderful seats. And uh, we're right behind the first base. Three seats oh. up. Right oh, cool. behind first base. We're right. We can smell it. I mean, it's like we can smell the dirt when they run by. And I love oh, it. Man. And everybody in my family hates baseball. Really? I'm the only baseball fan. <laughs> so I'm like, it's Easter Sunday. We're going to a baseball game. We're going to a baseball game. And everybody's game. like. It's Easter. I'm like, I'm going to a baseball game. <laughs> but the good thing is it was a good team to go watch this year. So, yeah, they were fantastic. Uh, oh, it was, they were phenomenal. Very talented team. Very talented team. Very talented coach. Yeah. So UC has been very lucky this year. Yeah, no. He's been very lucky in all aspects. Been nice to be in the wind column in a lot of uh, the sports over there. So yeah, pretty well, cool. Again, had to happen in my lifetime. I was like willing this to happen. Like Cubs is going to, everybody's going to get it. Everybody's going to eventually turn around here. Pain head to toe? Go see Dr. Joe. Certified sports chiropractor with specialties in dry needling, soft tissue therapy, TENS unit targeting, and spinal manipulation. 15 years of athletic chiropractic training at your service right here in Knoxville, located off of South Peters Road. That's Dr. Joe Cairo at GoSeeDrJoe.com. Call the office today or visit our website. So tell us about, okay, so your favorite sport is baseball. What's your most profitable sport in your business? Oh, oh NASCAR, hands down. Um, you know, doing the in-car cameras and doing the sales and uh, obligations on that end of things uh, is probably the most profitable uh, thing, uh, hands down. So um, even more than music or any of the other stuff. I mean, it's just something that I, I love. Um, that in itself is, you know, I enjoy that because you get to work with on the national level, Fox sales and NBC sales group. You also get to do a lot of uh, production. Uh, So I stage manage too during the weekend. So I'm up in the booth with the announcers. So it's not your normal stage manager type position at the the racetrack because I kind of like work on the sales end of things too a little bit with our guys in the booth, but I, I love the history of the sport. So there's a passion I have for it. So I, I really do try to add as much as I can uh, to help. 
uh, we have tremendous stat guys. Um, they, they're phenomenal. So really when it comes to the history or stats like that, they have it covered, but there's little things that you can kind of throw in to help the broadcast. So I love that part. Again, you're part of a team, you're part of doing something and putting on a great show. Um, but yes, from the, the, there's only two separate things in racing. There's the stage managing part and then there's the in-car cameras. And that is what takes most of my time during the week, uh, traveling. And then at the track, uh, it takes a lot of time making sure that the decals are placed for sponsors who purchase the in-car cameras. So you got to make sure that you got everything covered from the side of the seats to the inside, to the graphic that's on screen. Uh, and, and you're trying to bring as much value to that partner, uh, or client, uh, that that's on the telecast. So I enjoy doing that, and that's probably that's where the biggest amount of my income come from. So how often are you gone? Like, let's say you're in Knoxville, Tennessee, but you're really here. How often? Uh, it's, I'm probably gone more than I'm here, um, and and I say that because like last year, I'm trying to think. So uh, we started the season. It was really cool. We we started the Clash, which was normally it's always run in Daytona. But last year, uh, NASCAR really went outside the box, and we raced in the the Coliseum in L.A. So where the USC Trojans play football, we had a race inside that. It was phenomenal. And so the construction of that is mind-blowing in itself. Uh, that's a whole podcast on its own. But uh, So that was early – or excuse me, that was late January last year. And it, I, I was very fortunate last year because the Super Bowl was in L.A., so I actually stayed, and NBC had that. So they had asked me to uh, work the Super Bowl. So I was in LA for the Clash. So that was for Fox. And then when NBC had the Super Bowl, I just stayed out for another two weeks. So that was a two-week process. And then flew straight to Daytona, and the season started. So end of January to the first weekend of November, um, we had one off weekend. And so I'm on the road from Thursday to about Monday. Uh, every week. So that's how much time I'm here. So mainly Monday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, I'm home uh, to do laundry. And, uh, you know, and then office works, you, you got tons of uh, calls and, and conference calls and stuff like that to prepare for the next week. But that's kind of the typical schedule. But yeah, gone uh, majority of stuff. So when you come home, it's always nice when you get back in the area and you're like, okay, that's new. That's new. Yeah, okay. Wow. Now. I, yeah. Oh, <laughs> there's so much building going on around. And you know, downtown or uh, the airport. So if, if it's anything comes from South Knoxville to the airport, I know about because that's my track every every week, twice a week. But, um, you know, just getting out, um, being home, down, kind of downloading. I just, I love being here. Um, hands down, Knoxville is one of the like greatest places to live. I, I travel a bunch. And so from the West to North to Midwest, uh, I love cities. I love traveling. But when you come home and you, you make that approach coming over the mountains and in the fall, especially when it's just beautiful, uh, there's nothing like, you know, living here and stuff like that. The people were genuine, um, you know, in, in all the, the neighborhood and area uh, surrounding areas of Knoxville and stuff like that. So I really do like it. Um, the one thing I've noticed a lot, though, like coming back and even in this fall is how much tourism Pigeon Forge and Gatlinburg is doing and what they're bringing into the area. It's a Holy lot. Holy cow. It's a lot. And and just just visually seeing the amount of people renting cars, because when you do rent a car, like there's a couple of races I'll drive to and not fly to, but I'll, I'll get a rental car. And they're like, yeah, we don't have anything. Or, you know, hey, if you don't like this tough, because <laughs> this, this is all, all we have. Get. Yeah. 
and, and so th- there's a tremendous amount of um, uh, tourism coming in. And I, and I guess the mountains and people love doing that, which it is. I mean, it's gorgeous. Uh, but it's also, it's like our little secret. So it's kind of like, hey, you know, but there are also so many beautiful areas around this area that, to love. I think, you know, Nashville's blowing up so fast and so much. I never, I never thought Nashville would be there. No. It, I, miss, and it's, I miss old Nashville. I miss old Nashville. And that's what I was about to say is I am, I've seen Austin do the same thing. And it's to the point where they're a little bit losing their identity. And so like what Nashville to me was always music city and it still is. And I mean, love it, but there's a lot of, I want to say disrespecting the guard that had, had built a lot of what Nashville was. And so now so many corporations and so many people are moving in there daily. So like, you know, people will have a misconception because Tennessee is such a long state and they'll all be like, Oh, so you're, you're from the Johnson city area. And they'll kind of lump in everything. I'm like, well, yeah, that's where I grew up at. But I live in Knoxville. And they're like, oh, that's Nashville area. I'm like, no. No, that's another like, seven hours. Yep. I said, you know, I said Knox, Knoxville or Tennessee is a huge state. Yeah. It's like, it's a long state. Yeah. And so, you know, some people, especially on the West Coast or something, they, they're like, well, I've been to Memphis before or I've been to Nashville. And so it's kind of funny. I'm like, well, if you ever get a chance, you need to visit Knoxville. It's its own identity. It's its own place. Music-wise, we have some of the most talented musicians living in this area. Hands down. People uh, have no idea what Knoxville has to offer. Oh, yeah. it's. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a tremendous place. And like I said, like there's favorite places. I love Sonoma. I love going to Napa Valley. I love Phoenix. Uh, I, I, I'm a sucker for the West Coast in the fact that the sunsets, I love the mountains, of flying the drone and Doing photography out there is beautiful. I, I was this close to buying a condo in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. This oh. close. I wanted to be there forever. We went for a week. I did not want to leave. I did not want. It's I had beautiful. to get back to the dog, but I did not want to leave. Yeah, it's a, and, and and it is. It's like I always tell people: if you can go out west and, and just see the difference in the mountains. But then there's something about our mountains, like you know, they're not as peaky and high, right? But it, but they're it is home. still. It's home and it's there. There's something, it's like a big hug when you come back. That is exactly verbatim how I describe Knoxville to one of our podcasters, um, old Nadia, who owns a new hue and she does plaster. She's from Argentina and she has a business in Knoxville, huge business in Knoxville. God had her on the podcast and she said, I just can't describe how Knoxville make me, makes me feel. And I said, it feels like a big hug. Every time you're home, you feel hugged. That is exactly how I described it. Yeah. No, it's, it's just, it's, it's genuine. And I, I don't think we've lost our identity yet. I think there's so much creativity, uh, in the arts, especially, you know, uh, for, like I said, for music, but not, not only from a visual or something like that, but there's just so much going on business wise. There's so many in this area. Uh, I think people, one of the things people are surprised about probably more than anything is how many, how many businesses are based here in the, the Knoxville you know, Pigeon Forge, Gatlinburg area, but you know, Maryville and all that. And, and I'm like, yeah, guys, it's, uh, it, it's huge. It's, you know, but then of course everybody wants to say, well, is that cocaine bears movie? Is that a true thing? And I'm like, Oh God, I'm so embarrassed by that. I said, that's what you want to know about Knoxville. I was like, yeah. I honestly thought it was a story about the butcher brothers. I really did. I was like cocaine bears. I was like, is this a story about those bankers that used to store cocaine off big piles of money in Knoxville? I thought it was <laughs> about the banking industry. But it was an actual bear. <laughs> it's an it, it, and 
to read that story, it's phenomenal. Uh, like, so the guy accidentally, you know, did, did land down in South Knoxville. He fell out of the plane, but, um, well, he jumped out of the plane with money and cocaine, but he dumped a bunch of it in North Georgia and that's where the bear ate it. But that bear can be found in Kentucky right now. And Waylon Jennings owned the, the taxidermy bear. Uh, so it's a fast, it's a fascinating story. And so when people ask, they're like, Hey, Knoxville, is that a true story? I'm like, eh, yeah, kind of. Obviously, it's going to be made into a movie. But yes, the, 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 the factual parts of the story are, yes, this was a, a drug runner. We all know that real estate is location, location, location. Our team at Just Homes Group has the true expertise, pairing buyers and sellers with the right opportunities. Whether you're looking to buy or sell a home right here in Knoxville, Lenore City, Clinton, or Farragut, we have the expertise throughout every Knoxville surrounding area. Call Julia Hurley at 865-237-7328. We have so many amazing things in Knoxville, off the wall things that people don't, that is exactly why I started this podcast, because connecting, I get asked as a real estate agent, why is everybody flocking to your area? I need into this area. I get hundreds of phone calls a week of, I need to be there. So-and-so told me I need to be there. It's affordable. Find me something. Why do people want to be there? And I'm like, well, there's everything is here. And they have no, they have no idea the richness and the business entities and the opportunity that Knoxville brings because we really don't talk about it. And we don't no. talk with the people that have these companies like you do, even though you're never here, but you're always here. And nobody knew what you did, but they all know what you did. And they don't know you're Knoxville. And I think that that's one of the biggest things is Knoxville has the opportunity for you to learn from people who have national and international bases right here in Knoxville. Oh, yeah. No. And, and you know, and technology has helped so much, too, you know, being able to be based out of somewhere. Uh, but like from, you know, manufacturing or corporation, it's amazing how many places are here. People are always stunned when I say, yeah, that that like we'll be on the West Coast. I'm like, yeah, that company's Knoxville based, huh? Yep, yeah, that Knox, they're out of Knoxville. What? And I'm like, yeah, it's I said Knoxville's a great little place. And we we always have, and, and this is kind of funny. Uh, and and I think everybody probably has a friend or a story like this. But I had, um, it, it was, and my dad even experienced this. So the Bristol race, everybody would come in uh, from at that time, Bristol, Connecticut. A lot of ESPN people, New York, Fox now or NBC, you get a lot of LA and, and contingent and, and everybody kind of comes together. But the, the eastern part of Tennessee, Knoxville, all the way up and down, people come here. And then what happens normally, because flights out of Tri-City are difficult, they'll fly out of Knoxville because it's so easy. So you get to Dallas, or you get to LA or whatever. And People, when they fly in, they are like, dude, you live in one of the most beautiful places. Like, oh my gosh. Like, uh, and several times, uh, we've had people who've used, bought a second home, Sevierville or up in the mountains or, um, you know, north of here, Kentucky on the lake. It happens all the time. Yeah. People will be here to visit and they'll say, oh my gosh, I would love an investment property. And of course I'm like, Watch. They all want to be here at some point, and it's just part of it. This is an attractive place to be, but it's not just for retirement. It's to enjoy. Younger people are moving here and changing the trajectory of the opportunities and the growth. Yeah. You'd be surprised how many people in NASCAR over in the Charlotte area have 
property in Dandridge on the lake or uh, out west or up north and, and just around the area, Teleco or whatever. It's amazing. And they love it because they're just like, dude, it's it's away. It's out. We love Tennessee. We love what's going on there. So it's uh, it, it's always nice when you have people that are like, man, we love – like. Me and, me and the wife went on a trip and we came through there and we stopped and man, what a beautiful place. And, uh, one of our guys, he's got a, he brought his car. There's a, uh, in South Knoxville, I guess there's a guy who, uh, does a lot of rebuilding. I, I didn't, I've never heard of it. And again, here's a guy who's like notoriously like well-known nationally who rebuilds, uh, these old fifties and sixties cars. And he, he said, yeah, I'm coming to Knoxville. And I'm like, for what? And he's like, I'm bringing the car down. He said, this guy, we found him and he does amazing work. And I was like, he lives five minutes or his company's five minutes from my house. I have never seen this. So there's always things to find out. And I'm blown away all the time, but the, just the the history, I love it. Um, it's just an enjoyable place to be. And like I said, people are nice. Trust me. I travel all over this country and there are some places that I'm like, I know I do not want to live here. <laughs> Please just give me in and out. <laughs> yes, yes. This is a work trip. I got two nights in a hotel. Let's get out of here. You know. That's hilarious. So where can people find information about your company? Yeah, so, um, you know, a couple of things you can do is uh, obviously website. So www. and then it's int sport, E-N-T, sport, no S, <laughs> media.com. So intsportmedia.com. Or um, on Twitter or Instagram, uh, Facebook, you can find sports and entertainment media, but it's int sport at int sport. Um, that's it, media. And so th- those are places you can find me. Of course, I'm, I'm on Twitter. I, I try to do social media and try to be as positive as possible. Uh, I don't kind of dwell in the negative, but I try to promote races and I try to promote, you know, when our guys are doing good things, I get, I get a little angry when our football team gets knocked down and we don't get invited to the Heisman Trophy. But other than that... Yeah, it was pretty rude. Although I found that a blessing a little bit. <laughs> I did. I was like, it how could many, be. I was such a blessing if you think about it. How many of our quarterbacks deserved one and didn't get one and then became pro, pro, like amazing multi-billion dollar owners of corporations, like very successful building blocks. And I was like, you know what? That's a blessing. He'll just be amazing. It'll be fine. Yeah, he, he just... I, I I just think Hendon is... He, he's an amazing athlete but he's an amazing guy yeah have you read his book i have not and, oh it's uh, so cute he wrote a little book for his brother oh wow okay it's, he's a good kid i mean he's an author already yeah yeah he's I, I mean just everything i have read and stories and things and then people that i know the athletic department are like he's outstanding guy so those are the kind of things that you do hope that once the NFL, he rehabs and NFL comes knocking, he gets that opportunity. He's going to work hard. And oh, yeah. I just look at how he's developed and stuff. So, you know, just, I don't know. I'm, I'm always getting bitter about the Heisman Trophy and um, I always feel we get left out of everything sometimes. But I feel like Tennessee gets left out of a lot. Our baseball team gets slapped on the wrist constantly. Our football team gets left out of a lot of things. And I feel like we, we're like, you know what? That's cool. We're just a bunch of of dumb, silly rednecks down here. Just go ahead and ignore us. Ignore us. Keep going. And we'll be just fine. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do it. We'll do our thing. So, but yeah, it's, 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 that's the only part that like really drives me crazy sometimes, but it it was fun because everybody knows I'm a huge Tennessee fan. So all of the, the Fox NBC guys who live in New York or LA or outside the skirts, they're like, man, we beat Alabama. I got more text 
And I, I'm like, and I was in Vegas because like I, I, I didn't get to go to a home game because yeah. my schedule oh, didn't work man. out. Oh, you missed. Oh, that just breaks my heart for you. Now, yeah. now that hurts for you. Yeah, because I cannot stand Alabama. Like yeah. I'm old school. Like my grandfather, that that was the game. It wasn't Florida. It it wasn't any of the other. You know, oh, our this truest is, rival is Alabama. It's Alabama, mm-hmm. and so my grandfather, my dad, and so like I can't stand. I can't stand them. And so like when we, we, when we beat them, I mean, I was in Vegas and, and I was like, Oh, this is the best. So I found a cigar bar real quick in Vegas and <laughs> uh, I proceeded to celebrate because I got tired of getting every Alabama fan will always send me a text of them smoking cigars. So I fired them off and I was like, here we go. <laughs> well, they took our thing, took our song and it's like, now we've taken it all back. So Yeah, fine. we got back. But then, then, they get ranked higher than us. So how does that happen? I don't know. But anyway, it is what it I, is. I digress. I, yeah. I appreciate always being the underdog. I feel like it gives us a leg up to keep fighting more. And I feel like that's what volunteers do. So that's what we're just going to keep. That's doing. right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So we're a tough, we're a tough breed. That's for sure. That's so. for sure. Well, I'm so glad to have caught up with you because I never yes. seen before. You do travel constantly. And I feel like that we haven't seen each other in, <laughs> since COVID. At least. Oh, yeah. No, it, 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 and that, that's probably one of the things that I, I like it, it has been so like, so during COVID and so NASCAR was, you know, was the first sport back. Yeah, like we NASCAR, appreciate that, by the way. NASCAR was did. was something to do. Oh, it, well, and but that, and, and that's what people kind of laugh about sometimes, but it's, it's Fox and NASCAR really did a, I mean, amazing job of putting together a protocols to how to get back to sports and how to cover it. Now, yes, there was no, you know, body to body contact. And so you had a car, but you still have teams. And that's the thing people always, well, it's drivers. That's easy to do. I'm like, yeah, but the teams all have to, they work together and they, they're close knit. So it was fascinating how, how NASCAR came up and Fox, and they wrote the protocols to bring us back. Now with that, I had to be so careful because of what I was doing. I couldn't miss work. And so like literally it was just bat hatches, stay in my little box and, and I didn't get out or do anything. So I miss going downtown. And, and then even after that, several people, even the year after it, it was still, I had to be careful because then I was back in the booth with the announcers. And so like, you have to be, you know, you can't be selfish and you have to be a team player. And it's just like, so I, I had to focus on, so there's a lot of relationships and a lot of people and friendships and People were out doing things, and I was like, "Oh, I can't wait for concerts to come back, and I get them going, and I can't wait to get back and see people." So, so now that everything's kind of calmed down, I, that that part has been me because I just uh, there, like I have friends downtown, and I love going downtown, and and there's so many like great restaurants and places that you kind of missed out on, and I, I was tired of takeout, and I was tired of my four walls, and but traveling during COVID was like the weirdest thing in the world. It was like ghost town at an airport. Now the travel was a lot easier and better because there was no people and the pack and all that. But now it's back to the chaos and craziness. But it's it definitely uh, is, and I think that people forgot how to travel. Oh, completely. I think they forgot how to travel. I mean, I, I felt like we had to travel a lot during COVID, unfortunately. And there was five people on an airplane and us. And I was like, well, this, this is the job. This is the job that we signed up to do. So, so we're going. And then now it's 8,000 people packed in an airplane. And I'm like, y'all forgot how to travel. Put your shoes on. <laughs> the, okay. So shoes. And then the other thing that drives me bonkers is, so there's a f- way you file off an airplane. Mm-hmm. 
Seat goes, seat goes. Let the young lady, let them, the, whoever go, the family, if they got kids, let them go first, right? Right. And then you file out. When people jump in the back and they don't have a connection and they come busting through, that that drives me bonkers. That just, I, I just I'm just sitting there, I'm like, where you got to be? Because then they go outside and they wait for their luggage and they're standing. I'm like, so you literally ran through the poor little lady. And then you run through this old guy and then now you're standing there. And I'm like, what are you doing? And it's just that and people that don't wash their hands uh, in public after all we've been through. I still stock up on the wipes. So I wipe the seat in front of me and the seat beside me and my seat and the chair backs and the people next to me. And I'm like, here's your seatbelt rubber. And then I rub me and I'm like, do you want this? <laughs> <They're> yeah. like, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's just it has changed and stuff like that. But the the mentality you know, and that's the thing is it, you, you bring up a good point because you talk about like overall like mental health and happiness and where do you find that? Well, home is that. And I think there's something to be said because like you, you do see the edge and anger in the bigger cities and, and you do see people who are just the short tempers. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm in Knoxville and I'm like, Okay, you know, somebody cuts me off. I'm like, yeah, they probably got somewhere to be. It's fine. Yeah, you know, but, but somewhere but else like, I could be. Yeah, I mean, you still get people who are rude, but right. it's but overall, it's like it's still nice to come and see a place where people hold doors open for for people coming in and out, hands full and stuff. And they're and just did buy it. <laughs> and I, yeah, oh, <laughs> and a and a hello or a hey, how are you doing today? You know that that part has been nice and and so there is something to be said, and I think that's what's so special about you know, our, our city. So that's well, pretty cool. That's but thanks cool. for having me. Well, of course. And I think that's a very special way to end that is that people like you carry that Knoxville spirit everywhere you go across the country. And All that the is time. a good representative of Knoxville, Tennessee. And you have such a major play with major corporations and sponsors across the world who now relate that kindness and that attitude and that competency with Knoxville, Tennessee. So thank you for bringing that that's, home. Oh, good. Well, that's, it's what's fun. And you know, I take pride in the area and I take pride in, in what we have here. So it's a special place. Well, everybody, Andy Jeffers, entertainment, sports, media. Sports. Sports, sports and entertainment. Media. Sports and entertainment media. <laughs> Trust me, everybody gets it. I, I was like, I should make this simpler. But yes, yeah, sports and okay. entertainment it's media. It's like Dick's House of Sports. I'm like, yes. where do the other sports go? Is there only the one sport? I'm so confused right now. <laughs> sport is everything, right? Sport so. is encompassing of everything. And you encompass Knoxville and everything that it has to offer so well. Andy, I hope you and your family have a fantastic Christmas. Please hug your mom for me. I hope you have a wonderful day. I will do. You have a Merry Christmas and enjoy everything. Thank you for being on here. Thank you, sponsors, for making this podcast a possibility. Thank you for joining Connect the Knox. Thank you for tuning into the show. Make sure to like and subscribe. Leave a five-star review on your podcast player of choice. And if you would like information on moving to Knoxville, send me a private message. As always, this is Julia Hurley connecting Knoxville to the nation.